if you are, like I know that there's a lot of women listening to this right now and if you are experiencing mm-hmm. that charge, really let's just all feel into where we feel it in our bodies right mm-hmm. now because the more that we can not only feel that but learn how to channel it and access it, the anger, the rage, whatever the emotion is that's arising, the, just the full expression yeah. of that. Like if we can't access it, yeah. we can't use it. When we access it, it's just it's such a, it's a powerful force for change in our own lives yeah. and in the world as well. Hi, beautiful, and welcome to Daily J. I'm your host, Jay Schaefer. This podcast is all about helping you unleash your fullest, wildest, and most authentic creative expression into the world. I know you're here to make a radical difference. And together, we're ushering in the next evolution of heaven on earth. So lean in, let go, and listen. Now is the time, and you are the one. Hey, world changer. Welcome home. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am so excited that you're here, and I'm so excited to share the juicy magic and medicine of my guest today. I would like to begin this episode by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land that we are living on today. The land that I'm currently on belongs to the Bundjalung people. And I would like to take this opportunity to pay my respects to the elders, past, present and emerging. My beautiful guest on today's show is the ineffable Kylie B. (laughs) And I would like to begin with a little bit of a bio about Kylie, just so you know what it is that you're in for in this episode. Kylie is an exotic empowerment coach whose mission is to bring love, light and consciousness into the sex and adult entertainment industry. She works mainly with women of the sex industry. However, she's also here to serve men and women in reconnecting them to their sexuality and sexual energy in an invigorating, beautiful and powerful way so that they can call in the life they choose. Kylie has been a sex worker for five years and she's motivated to serve those who participate in this very misunderstood industry to create an empowering new paradigm that relieves the guilt and shame and replaces it with the beautiful power of the life force energy that created us all. Mm. Welcome, Kylie. Thank you, my love. Oh, I get goosebumps reading my own bio. I listen to my own bio. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great sign. Mm. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. And I don't use that word lightly at all. We both know the power of pleasure. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to speak a bit about your three-month mentoring program at the end of this episode, but I'd actually love to begin by asking you a little bit about um, your story and how you got into the adult entertainment industry and how your journey has evolved into becoming who you are and doing what you do now, if that's okay. Absolutely. I just want to start off with saying thank you for having me. Just the excitement that I'm feeling right now to share my story and to bring awareness Um, around the entertainment industry and just giving thanks to the Indigenous people of the land. Like I just felt so much gratitude for that because connecting to that kind of energy just makes you become really humble and well, it makes me feel really humble just to, you know, Australia is my adopted country. So um, I'm originally from New Zealand and um, moved over eight and a half years ago. But my journey for the adult entertainment industry started about five years ago. And it was originally to just save money because I was, you know, the idea was to save a lot of money in a short amount of time and then kind of just get out because I just wanted to travel to South America, which is 
had been something that had always been sitting on my heart. And when I did that in the industry, I started over in Western Australia. So they had these barmaids, bikini barmaids called skimpies. And I was doing a clothed job, like a clothed barmaid before that. And I thought it was like a relatively easy transition going from you know, clothes to bikini because I felt quite confident in my body and, you know, didn't really see much difference from it, from that doing it at the beach and then getting paid for it. I was like, this is just an added bonus. <laughs> you know, before I joined the industry, I used to always go to the strippers. I used to love going there. I would change all my tips from my, from my bar job and then go to Hollywood showgirls and on the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. And I just found them so empowering and invigorating because they would just stand there naked and just, you know, they would hold conversations. Like it's not always about nudity. Sometimes it's just about the customers needing someone to hear them and obviously appreciate a really beautiful beautiful woman's body. I just said to my best friend at the time, I was just like, I'm going to do this one day. And she was just like, she just looked at me with this look like, I know you're being serious, but okay, well, if that does end up happening. And then fast forward three years later, I went to WA. Yeah. And I thought I was going to be met with the same attitude. Like, you know, like, oh, this is so beautiful. This is so empowering. And I was just met with a really harsh reality of the complete opposite. You know, I was met with being spoken down to, met just like when I walked in, like clothes, no one knew that I was going to be the barmaid. But as soon as I came out in my attire, the energy of the place just shifted mm-hmm. into, people ask like oh you can do better than this like what can I get for $10 you know how much to grab your tits like but it was all just I received it in a really degrading way just walked out so puzzled and I was crying I didn't understand why some people would speak to me like this treat me like this um some people didn't even acknowledge me I got someone would you like a drink and some of the guys just wouldn't even look at me I'm like what is going on like I'm just a human being in a bikini I guess what what would we call it a stereotype for bikini barmaids slash strippers skimpies and then I kind of progressed onto showgirls and I didn't understand why they were just treating me like that so when I asked for support from some other girls they were just like yeah this is like the normal I was just like why like I felt like I had led such a sheltered life or maybe just you know my outlook was completely different to everyone and you know when someone would grab me on the on the ass or just tell me these degrading comments because I'd never been I never received these kind of comments clothed before and I didn't know how to stand up for my own space I didn't know how to tell someone not to touch me I literally felt I owed them so much just to get their approval and feel safe in the environment, if that mm. makes sense. So I think I folded one time. He goes, oh, how much to touch your boobs or something like that at a private party? At this time, I didn't realize, you know, there was no touching all this or that. But like, if you get paid for like a little bit extra for um, services on top of what you provide for, it's not too bad. And I think I said like $20 or something like that. And he kind of grabbed them, but I was just like reactive. Like my body was like, I don't like this. Mm. And I didn't know how to like, just say, oh, okay. Like just give his money back and say no. And I was just like, I just froze. I was like, fuck, how many other girls go through these same problems because not many people talk about them like how do you stand up for yourself in an empowering way but don't make them like don't kill the mood at the same time so that you can be like oi that's not cool like can you please not do that thank you okay let's go water off the duck's back let's keep having a great time mm-hmm. and it was just having that delicate balance of being in your power them not taking the piss out of you still respecting you and your boundaries it led me down the path to personal development along with some other personal stuff that I was going through at the same time because obviously everything touches everything mm. you know, if I can't stand up for my space at work this is obviously happening in my real life and I didn't realize it mm. yeah so I just got I went down the path of personal development found all these beautiful tools now help other women enter the industry um, any way that they choose to do that so there's so many things that the industry offers you've got cam girls you've got escorts you've got strippers you've got you know just waitresses it covers so much there's I haven't dealt with porn before but you know it it does include you know our entertainment industry goes through so many different layers you've got you know porn which is like more on a different spectrum I would say but it's under the same umbrella Mm -hmm. yeah I don't want to separate anything because that means that I'm trying to like create a division when I'm actually trying to bridge everything together and really empower whatever that human chooses to step into you know based on what works for them or doesn't work for them you know right or wrong yeah absolutely yeah 
Beautiful. And this segues really beautifully into your three-month program, which is mm. the Exotic Empowered Stripper Method. So exactly. I just want to read a little bit about what you've sent me about the program. So through the Exotic Empowered Stripper Method, you are taking strippers through a process that equips them with the tools that enables them to step into their aligned, authentic, and sensual version of sexual empowerment. So mm. they can not only apply this at work, but throughout their lives and really tap into their sex and life force energy mm. from a beautiful passionate healthy and aligned place well this is so beautiful babe <laughs> this is incredible and i would love you to speak on if you feel called mm-hmm. the crossover between our sexual and life force energy and the ability that we have to create to use that to create the life that we want to live yeah oh absolutely like since really embarking on like a self-pleasure journey and learning how to harness my own sexual energy everything just accelerated everything manifested at such like a times 10 rate and I almost had to put the brake on what I did for a bit because I was like holy shit everything I'm asking for is coming to me because I'm just so focused on the outcome of what I would like to achieve letting go of the how and really making intentional intentions and life force energy like and sexual energy people get really confused like it doesn't always mean to fuck it doesn't always mean to be turned on it is literally, I would call it life force energy is pure presence. Mm. Like the other day I was simply outside and I just, I don't know why, but I looked up and there was this beautiful flower. And then the, it was like the sun setting in the background. It was just when you go one, two, three, four, five, in between those numbers, there's a gap. Mm. And it's like, I, it's like the consciousness gap that it's the pure observer. It's the pure presence of the now. And I just was in this zone, in this moment where I was just like, holy shit. And I was just, I was like, oh my God, I have breath. I have life. I have choice. And it just, everything just kind of stopped, but kept moving at the same time. <laughs> it was a really, it was a really bizarre moment. When you really learn to become really intentional with your intentions and drop the how and use your self-pleasure practice to create the feelings and the sensations that you would like. It creates so much in your life because we're responsible for everything that we do create. Mm. So say, for example, I I, I would really, I, when I first started going, I don't know how to stand, I haven't been given many examples because I started standing up for myself of how to protect myself from people who yell at me, might touch me. And then I said it out loud to the universe, I was like, cool, like, can you please send me some examples or some men or customers, because men and women come to our venues. I'm asking the universe people to step over my boundaries so that I can be aware in that moment of how to stand up for them and wow. teach to do the same. And holy <laughs> shit, this got served to me so quick. Like literally within that day, like someone just goes, like someone will just keep looking at me, but it wasn't a, like, it wasn't the feelings that brought up for me were really like uncomfortable. Like I wanted to cover myself. Like I felt like really just unsafe. And I just said, I was like, look, would you mind not staring at me? Like, I understand I'm here topless, but just the way that you're staring at me right now just brings up a lot of uncomfortability. And he goes, well, if you, and, and at the same time, his point is valid. He's, he's entitled to his opinion. He goes, if you don't want to be looked at, you wouldn't be standing there topless, you stupid slut. And I was just like, oh my God, like, what? and I just went off my rocket. I went completely, I went nuts. And I was like, don't you, I, do, I have a bit of a temper. Those who know me, like, go, no, you don't. But those who have seen my temper go, yeah, no, she can go there. She really needs to go there. And I believe anyone can. <laughs> and I ended up actually having having the biggest panic attack at work because I just realized what I had asked for. I was like, okay, I like received spirit. Thank you. Like I did ask for this and I was like, okay, I was driving. I was like, how would I have handled that differently? The next example came up and a guy touched me and I was just about to lose my shit. I was like, okay, turned around. I was just like, I grabbed his hand, put it back onto him. 
and this was the first time I was like, yes, like this, I'm getting somewhere. Mm. I just grabbed it. I grabbed it. I didn't even communicate with words. He grabbed my ass, but it, and it wasn't in an aggressive way. So I didn't necessarily like want to smack him out or knock him out. It was just in a really kind of like, I'm going to see what I can get away with kind of cheeky way. And I just simply grabbed his hand, put it back onto his own body, pushed it down, looked into his eyes and nodded. Mm. And he was just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, thank you for respecting my like my body and my space. Like, you just need to ask next time because everyone has different boundaries um, and it's just really safe to not assume that everyone has the same. And he's like, oh, I just, you know, I just think your body's so beautiful and I just really wanted to touch it. I'm like, you know, and I kind of played on, I was like, I know it's so beautiful and delicious, but you know, for next time and for any other waitress, you just need to ask first, please. And he's like, okay, cool, thanks. And I was like, oh my God, and I walked away and it was like the biggest victory. Yeah, mm. it's beautiful, babe. And what I actually feel really cool to give a voice to right now is the little girl inside me who has been and felt like a real victim of rape culture in a lot of ways. Mm. And I feel like mm-hmm. what you're speaking to here around this entitlement of yeah. whether it's men or women, but just the entitlement of people to to grab and to touch and to objectify. And there's yeah. a lot that brings up a lot of pain for me um, just based on past experiences. And I would love, yeah. I think I feel I just wanted to presence that. And I would also love yeah. if you could share, how have you created that safety within yourself to be able to mm. fully stand up for your boundaries, what you know, mm. in situations where you are, you're coming up against the situations like the one that you just described? That's a beautiful question. Great question. For me, the safety in my body is paramount no amount of someone else's approval or amount of money is worth feeling those feelings in my body the way that I create safety is like I think about like what does safety actually feel like you know obviously there's contraction and there's an expansion but for me it's like feeling like you just when you breathe out it's just like your body goes oh, and it's light and it feels like it's just in this glowing kind of I don't know I guess you call it kind of orange auric field it's just what's coming to mind mm. for me right now because it's what I think for me safety is just it's my body language is not apologizing or explaining my boundaries. So if someone does overstep the line, I know when I don't feel safe because my body tells me. Our body is our biggest dictionary. It's our biggest translator. It tells us everything and it deciphers everything. So if your body, you know, indicates to you that you're not feeling safe, ask what it needs in that moment too. It's, it's really, really simple, but at the same time can be, because obviously we've got that reptilian brain that takes us back to times in Africa where we have safety in none. We want to be liked by everyone. And at the same time, now we're in a new paradigm of where we're shifting, where yes, we're still coming together as a collective, but it's not as tribal anymore. So we don't really need to make sure that we belong, even if it's at the, at the cost of the comfortability of in our bodies. Mm. Yeah. Wow. How does creativity feel to you? Mm. I just immediately thought dance for me mm. it's dancing creativity it's, it's also like I love painting like I've always been very good at drawing it, it's flow letting go of control and I'd say it's surrender so I'd say it's very feminine in my eyes but at the same time when you marry the masculine and the feminine in creativity that's where that real like that magic sweet spot happens it's like you know when two holes like when when you're your own complete person and you meet someone else that completes themselves it's like two holes coming together and replacing that codependency you know it's not oh you complete me to make let's just make one hole let's get two holes mm. and then there's that little crossover in the middle like the mastercard sign and it's that magic spot that sweet <laughs> spot in the middle where you just yeah you come alive in that creative spot and what's the word i'm looking for just the marriage of the two energies coming together mm. it's for me it's dancing it's letting go it's just ask it's yeah surrender beautiful how can we harness more of that life life force energy 
mm-hmm. in our lives. For me, obviously self-pleasure. Mm-hmm. And before I started our our course, I'd maybe self-pleasure twice a month. And then I set myself a new commitment goal. I don't like saying challenge sometimes. I'm very, very um, selective with my language these days. And so when it's like, oh, the, the, the 30-day challenge or this kind of thing challenge, it's like, no, I'm changing that word to commitment. Because mm-hmm. one, I'm doing it for me. And it's not a challenge, like it's definitely a shift, but I'm doing this because I want to get somewhere. Like what's what's the intention of me doing this in the first place? Beautiful. What does your creativity practice and process look like at the moment? Outside self-pleasure and outside dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else are you creating and what is your process? of creation look like at the moment Uh, a lot of the time I journal it's like I just go blah 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 and I just let anything out that wants to come Mm -hmm. out and a lot of the time it's really funny it's when I'm driving a lot of ideas come to me or I'll be trying to sleep and then I'll wake up and then suddenly I'll just get all these different downloads of like you know like a podcast idea or like what's like you know there's so many different modalities that you can use in your coaching what's going to really marry it will like marinate and bring everything together to really create the outcome you want to create for your clients mm. so many different ways if I'm feeling stuck I'll go for a walk like because the beach for me is like the beach and the mountains obviously like nature just speaks to me and I guess it speaks to everyone because we always feel better like there's it cuts down anxiety you know um getting out of nature just walking walking and moving mm, yeah mm. it's so, so it's, 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 like, I say all this stuff and I'm like surely there should be more for this it's like <laughs> no it gets to be easy it doesn't always have to be hard yeah I love that. It is the simplicity of it. I want to mm. make it more complicated sometimes too. And it, yeah, it just gets to be so simple. It's really beautiful. So simple. That's awesome. I'd actually love to hear so much more of your story, babe. Like mm-hmm. what are you creating at the moment and how is this process of like using your ex- like erotic and life force energy to create and channeling that? Like how has that helped you create the life that you want to live? What are you creating? How's that looked? And, and what do you want to create moving forward? Yeah. So everything's always changing for me, always evolving. So like I've now got rid of the perfectionism or the perfecter in me like it's always going to be there like I use it be like oh cool like what's perfect right now because sometimes I used to be like yeah I want to launch this program but then I'm like no I need to have this first before I do it. it's like no like take the step do it you only need to be one step ahead and at first I was limiting myself to just women in the mm-hmm. industry and now I'm just like no I get to serve everyone like my niche is entertainers what comes up for me now is when I work in strip clubs and it's a beautiful environment when everyone comes from that really healthy, beautiful energy. But I've noticed that a lot of the energy in a strip club isn't that energy. And I noticed that there's a lot of dysfunction. There's a lot of disconnect. I was speaking to one girl in the club and she just goes to me like, I just don't even want to have sex anymore. I don't want to be around men once I get out of this environment I'm like oh my gosh there's just so much healing that gets to be had in this space because it doesn't need to be how it is at the moment the way that she was feeling and I know a lot of other girls had um, the same kind of feedback and I was like how can we turn it so that you know they're still feel they feel empowered at work and then when they leave work they're still within that that creative beautiful energy but like protecting themselves using it for their clients but also still keeping themselves keeping some for themselves and whatever they want to create in their life which is why in my bio and in my, for my programs it's you know it's not just at work but just in throughout their whole yeah. life you know because like it can it, you know we, we have that cup analogy if we give from our cup and we end up with nothing what do we what, what do we have left to give mm. ourselves so we need to make sure that we're always constantly giving from the overflow it's so it's always in my eyes it's always creating a way to give to yourself first and it's always changing. It's always evolving because something that worked last week might not work this week because that tool was needed for yourself in that time. And then it's just always coming back and asking yourself, what do I need in this? What do I need to create? Like, what is my body craving? So for me, I've been experiencing a lot of guilt and shame over the last couple of days and I, and I couldn't figure out why. And I still don't know why. And then a part of me goes, can you be okay 
with not knowing why. It's the brain trying to control it. For me now, it's just got, it's just acknowledging that feeling. And I guess I would just self-pleasure it away or just go to the sensation in my mm. body and go, what do you need? So it's like, it's right now for me, it's coming up and it's a sinking feeling in my mm-hmm. heart. And it's just like, okay, so I get to love myself. What does loving myself look like right now? It's like expressing myself, saying that I feel just frustration, a lot of frustration, a lot of, yeah, like right now it's a lot of emotions yeah. coming up. What we do in this industry and in this job is so far from the, like, I don't even use right or wrong anymore. It's like, does this work or not work for me? Because when I'm standing on stage, when I'm in my power, when I'm really holding space for a man or sorry, a client, I like saying client now because men and women come into the strip club and I make a difference by giving from my overflow why is that toxic why is that disgusting it's not it's so beautiful nudity gets to be what you define it and I define it as empowering and some people might find being fully clothed empowering and that's awesome and I give power to them but what we need to stop doing is judging everyone for their choice of life when they haven't even tried it on themselves and just look at them and be like okay cool like I acknowledge that you're doing that that doesn't work for me I'm going to go this way, but you keep going. Like (laughs) so powerful, babe. You just, wow. I'm so in awe of you. I really am. (laughs) And um, yeah, actually I had an experience last week. It was an experience that ended in a non-consensual sexual encounter. I have sat with what that brought up for me. Mm. I've realized that I was recreating like a situation where I'd experienced trauma and I was recreating that experience in order mm-hmm. to have a different result. And this time around, it, it has a slightly different result, but it's not what mm. I would call a healing result as yet. Yeah. But what I was really, I guess, leaning into around that is just fully allowing myself to, exactly like you said, feel all the feelings mm-hmm. and not attach any meaning to them. But mm. also understanding that there was something in that for me around what I, after chatting with a girlfriend and having someone hold space for me, realizing that I have actually never felt safe to be fully in my anger around men mm. and around mm. um, especially men that I perceive as being stronger like physically stronger than me there's a lot of charge and there's a lot of emotion around oh, that yes. for me and a lot of women mm. especially and I just want to presence that if you are like I know that there's a lot of women listening to this right now and if you are experiencing mm-hmm. that charge really let's just all feel into where we feel it in our bodies right mm-hmm. now because the more that we can not only feel that, but learn how to channel it and access it, the anger, the rage, whatever the emotion is that's arising, the, just the full expression yeah. of that. Like if we can't access it, yeah. we can't use it. When we access it, it's just, it's such a, it's a powerful force for change in our own lives yeah. and in the world as well. And I just want to honor the work yeah. that we're all doing to really, you know, <laughs> access that yeah. for ourselves and use it to create the change yeah. in our own lives and in the world. I... I have so much, there's just this beautiful, like I have just so much reverence for the work that you're doing in the world right now, my love. Yeah. And for all the men and women in the, the sex and adult entertainment industry. I would just love if you would share what's one thing that you mm-hmm. would say to women that are looking to tap into that part of themselves and access the part of themselves that is fully expressed in her mm. erotic sexual pleasure like empowered that empowered Mm. piece of herself for that place yeah yeah get curious like what does that look like for you because a lot of people say like I just want that the the confidence I can't have the confidence of a stripper or that or this or that it's just like but okay cool that's fine but how does tapping into your just complete sexual self-expression look like where is that felt in the body and that might come in the form of stripping, but that also might just come in the form of really going somewhere with your partner or yourself sexually that you've never kind of just navigated or 
yeah, just explored mm. before. Yeah. The other program I provide for humans that I like <laughs> <laughs> outside of the industry, like they, they want to get that sexual confidence. You don't have to be a stripper to get that. You know, you, you it can just come in so many variations and so many forms. You really can't generalize it. Like a, one blanket thing doesn't work for everyone. Everyone is just so beautiful and unique in their own self-expression. And if it, that does happen to come out to be stripping, then that's beautiful. Explore that. The one thing, the one piece of advice I would actually give is give yourself permission to explore without making yourself right or wrong. What I kind of tentatively do generally in the industry, I'll give myself, so say for example, I've just started and I actually haven't told many people this and I'm just, I'm proud to say it. I've just started X-rated mm-hmm. shows. So that includes mm-hmm. penetration. I said to myself, like, I'm going to do the best out of three shows, give myself an assessment if this works for me or if this doesn't work and not guilt myself. Like, oh, that felt really shameful. That felt really this just taking feedback and looking back to see, you know, how do I actually feel about this? And I actually love doing it. I couldn't be more like happy to say and be proud to admit that I do shows that involve vaginal penetration in front of a crowd and an audience because I say what Mm. goes. I've made it safe for me. I've, I've created safety in my body. I've created a beautiful routine and the admiration that I get to show for my talents as a dancer, as an entertainer, as a provider, in the industry is just nothing short of uh, speechless. Mm. Just the energy of creativity because I have some moves that I use, but no show is the same. Every show is different. It's all just what comes through in that moment because, yeah, there's so many uh, variables that kind of say what I'm going to do in that show. Say if they're really intoxicated, I'm going to be a little bit more reserved because they get a bit more hands. It's just uh, really about crowd assessment. But for yeah, anyone just wanting to get in touch with their erotic, their just full expression of their erotic energy, just get curious. What does it ask yourself? What does it look like? Just give yourself permission to explore what it is that looks like and just ask your body what is it and go and sign up for your three-month program (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes come to me yeah wow the exotic pleasure movement i just want to voice that last question where do you see yourself how do you see yourself feeling how do you feel you'll be creating the world that you want to live in in five years time i love it it's an easy answer for me so my dream that i'm working for is to open a hostel in guatemala which is a country below mexico it's so funny that you say this because i just got this vision of me standing like i always get this vision of me standing on the lake i can't pronounce the name it's lake atislan or something like that it's, it's, it's this beautiful place in guatemala i see myself there holding mushroom ceremonies coaching and holding space yoga completely self-sufficient eco hostel because at the bottom line of all of this, my main passion is travel. Being a female tra- lone traveler a lot of the time, I really appreciated a safe space to sleep and just feel comfortable and be in. Wanting to create that for other travelers is like my main end goal. Holding support ceremony and I, I guess the bigger picture of how I would see that is six months there, six months in Australia, because I just love following the sun and the warmth, everything that provides. So yeah, it would be between Guatemala and Australia, providing that hostel and still doing my coaching here in Australia for people to step into their exotic empowerment. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. (laughs) I just want to thank you so much. And I just want to honor the work that you're doing in the world and the voice and advocacy that you are championing for for women, for men, for human beings, um, but especially in in the industry (laughs) that you're in right now. Yeah, in the sex and adult entertainment industry. And um, I love you and I adore you and I'm so thankful that you're in my life. Thank you for this conversation. Thank you for sharing a piece of your soul with us today. No, no, thank you so much for just having me and being able to 
allow me to voice everything and those beautiful questions that you asked me and just bring in awareness and giving people a little taste of what it's like to be in our industry and just to really think about how it looks like for them to step into their own sexual power. Beautiful. How can people find you and get in touch with you? Okay, so um, on Facebook, you can find me, Kylie B Coaching. Instagram is, my handle is at underscore Kylie, K-Y-L-I-E underscore B-E-E. Those are the two main platforms that I use at the moment. I'm very responsive and you'll find everything that you need. on those Amazing. Platforms. Thank you so much again for joining me in this conversation. And thank you so much mm. to everyone for listening. I will put all of Kylie B's contact information in the show notes. And until next time, I hope you're having the most beautiful day. So much love. Mm.